This is Sound and Season. It's Christmas Eve, the last day of Advent. Our first reading is The Promise of an Everlasting Promise, from Jeremiah chapter 31. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on that day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Our second reading is The Fulfillment, found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The sky exploded with a heavenly chorus of great rejoicing. A multitude of angels sang out glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Did they sing for the shepherds, or could they simply not contain themselves? Like Mary, were they overwhelmed by the glory of God and burst into his praise. Like the king of kings being laid in a common feeding trough, the angel of the Lord came to common shepherds, tending their simple flocks at night. It was to these men that God himself chose to first notify of the holy birth in Bethlehem. And since that very night, it has been often noted that God decided to pronounce the coming of Emmanuel, God with us, not to the powerful royalty, the highly educated, or the social elites. He brought the good news to the shepherds. The good news of great joy was declared to these men, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The angels gave the shepherds directions on how to find their Savior. The sign for the shepherds was the most unanticipated, unplanned, and undesired detail of the whole birth. The baby is wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. The city of Bethlehem was over capacity due to the census. Hundreds of children and infants were sleeping that night. Surely there were other newborns who required care on that silent, holy night. There would have been numerous babies the shepherds could have found in that city, but only one had the poor lodging of a manger. But that was how God in Christ entered this world, and not a shadow of his ordained detail was out of place. 
Therefore the shepherds found the holy child, still with only a manger for a bed. And there he was, the very promise of God, in whom all salvation depended upon and still does to this day. All of heaven could not contain their rejoicing, and in the providence of God, the angels sang their hallelujah chorus to poor shepherds working the night shift. For the eternal King, who came not to be served but to serve, this is the necessary entrance, descending the back stairwell from heaven into earth. His arrival went largely unnoticed, save for some sleepy shepherds and a handful of distant stargazers. Sometimes, God comes in jaw-dropping brilliance. Sometimes God shows up and shakes the earth with fire and terror. But one time, God came as a tiny infant without majesty or beauty, just a baby, born in the night and laid in an animal's trough. And to think, Christ did this in obedience to his Father because God had set his love on you and God was going to do everything it required to bring you back to himself forever. And he has. He's done it all through Christ Jesus our Lord. That is still good news of great joy. Lord, hear our prayer and let our cry come to you. Let us pray. O Lord our God, it is you who came to us you who made a way for salvation, you who rent the heavens and brought redemption to your people. And on this night we remember the story by which our stories are redeemed. How can it be that the one who created us would enter into creation as a child? O night of wonder, O night of majesty revealed, Jesus, you came down from heaven and breathed the air you created, walked the earth you hold together, and rescued a people enslaved to their own rebellion. O Emmanuel, O key of David, O dayspring, O desire of nations, tonight, Spirit, draw our hearts to the manger of our Savior. In faith, help us to look upon the humility of our eternal King, and let us look upon the trust of Mary, the obedience of Joseph. Let us hear the shouts of praise from the lowly shepherds and the songs of joy from the heavenly angels. On this night of wonder, O Lord, fill us with more than Christmas cheer. Fill us with wondrous awe. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 